today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Todd White, board chair, Ward 5 trustee, Hamilton Wentworth District School Board, and with us now. Todd, thanks for taking the time to join us today. We appreciate this. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. So uh, why is this happening now? Why are we seeing these reports that, you know, 70% of teachers are experiencing some sort of witnessing violence? Yeah, it's definitely an issue that uh, we're hearing more and more of. Uh, as the years go on, we ourselves keep internal data in terms of uh, incident reports. So we've been tracking uh, any type of violent incidents uh, within our schools. So the numbers are increasing. It could, on one hand, be a reporting uh, result. On the other hand, um, we are seeing an increase in violent incidents. A lot of the uh, incidents are, tend to be uh, our younger students, a lot of uh, unidentified students with uh, different uh, uh, special needs. So it, there are complex challenges, but essentially when it comes down to it, our, our main concern is, is equipping uh, our teachers, our, our staff, uh, in order to uh, handle these issues and problems on the front lines. And we've done an okay job at it, uh, but certainly resources are scarce and in some cases require uh, definitely more attention. Why the increase? Why are we seeing an increase in this of, of late? Yeah, like I said, it's a it's a good question. In terms of why it's happening, uh, it's certainly complex. I know on our end that uh, we are encouraging the the reporting process. So we want all of our staff to tell us exactly what's going on, from minor incidents to major incidents, obviously. Um, and then from there, uh, we want to then focus our our supports and services. Um, but as you can imagine, uh, and you look. Uh, at other data over the years, mental health uh, issues ha- are on the rise. Uh, you have other special needs that are on the rise. Uh, right now, we have a special education uh, resource rate of about a quarter of our students have some level uh, of special education support. Um, so there are variables that tie together. and. Across the board, many of these statistics are on the rise. So uh, there definitely isn't one reason, but uh, there's a number of complex reasons that that feed uh, the current situation. Uh, Why is there not funding there to address this? Yeah, and and that's a good question. So when it comes to our classroom teachers, for instance, their main priority, as you can imagine, is teaching the students in their classroom. A number of uh, behavioral issues, violent issues, definitely are a distraction and could take a lot of a, teach, uh, of a teacher's time in that classroom. So we have, for instance, you know, educational assistance, other supports in place, uh, early interventions where we try to assist students to, in a proactive way, um, uh, solve some of these issues and problems. And really, when it comes down to it, it's those scarce resources. So we do have educational assistance. We have a good allotment of of certain social work staff and and other supports. Um, But at the end of the day, could we use more? I mean, the answer is always going to be yes. Um, But ideally, we have to make those strategic decisions on on where we're going to place those resources. Uh, some have said and pointed to that it, and, and you're alluding to this as well, that um, uh, the integration of special needs uh, with the rest of the student population without the proper support that is needed to do this. Would that be accurate? Yeah, there, there is a bit of a trend. Um, I, I wouldn't say or, or lay blame on special needs, but when you look at um, the f- number of students... I don't mean to lay, lay uh, blame on special needs, um, mm-hmm. you know, just on the way it's being managed. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, precisely. So when you look at, at recent uh, initiatives and numbers, uh, the number of self-contained cl- 
as classes are, are reduced, as you said, it, it tends to be more of an inclusion model, and that's not just an effort by school boards. Um, it tends to be a, a preference of parents uh, to have uh, students in a regular class versus a, a self-contained class. And that's understandable. So, yeah, and that's understandable, and especially uh there's a stronger desire for students to be in their home schools, not traveling halfway across the city to a mm-hmm. particular program, for instance. So what it does is, as a result, requires us to try to uh, divvy up those resources between the 100-plus schools that we have to make sure that they're equipped. And it really is a, a challenge, one classroom at a time, to make sure that each and every student has what they require. And, it, and of course, with resources, you're juggling it between a number of different classes. And there's a number of different strategies. There, there isn't a magic uh, solution where an EA will solve all of the tr- problems. And, it, and it often, you know, it's perceived as an EA will, will, is the, is the be-all to end-all of whatever the issue is. Um, but we have layers and layers of different types of supports, and it really comes down to how a student is identified and what their needs are. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.